fungus, we eat the 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 fungus, Good morning. It's the twenty seventh of July, and I've got two deer looking at me. One's got antlers, a doe and a buck, young buck, and they're um, trying to figure out if they're going to run away from me or not. And you're listening to the Stream of Random Podcast, which ain't so random today, because I have a couple topics I want to talk about. And I've decided I'm going to address some of the issues. You know, when I look for podcasts now to listen to, I don't necessarily listen to only podcasts that are uh, um, daily. Sometimes I'll wait a week for a good episode. And um, I think sometimes people will wait, would wait for a better episode of the Stream of Random than listening to me just work everything out in public. Which is why we need a new season. Season 8, The Great. Well, season 3 we said was refined. So, I guess we'll go with season 3 if we actually have something that's edited and good. No pauses, Mike. No thinking. My God. And you're listening to this and you're wondering, is he ever going to get back to that topic? Does he even remember what he said? And, um... I think some of what I do is like... random generation of stuff where I don't even know what I'm saying. I can't evaluate it because I'm in a trance-like state, just downloading this data from the interweb in my head. The fungus web. But we're going to put an end to that. Because we have achieved some form of awareness. Some light in the tunnel. Some spark of self has reawakened, rekindled. The flame is back on. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Ain't that funny? I didn't forget my whole life and everything that my parents taught me and my grandparents taught me and my uncles and aunts taught me. 
I didn't forget it. Maybe I repressed most of my memories and cut them off. Always um, starting something new, never connecting to the old. Like one person I know who I love a lot will uh, buy a new saw for every project. Never go look for the old saw. Kind of like that. So I'm not going to go too much into that detail, but the point is starting to develop some kind of self-referentiality. We're not going to, I know you're just going to hang up now, like, stop this podcast right now. This guy's just going to go off again. Oh my God. No, I'm not. So I was listening to the podcasting 2.0. Dave and Adam were talking and I just stopped it because I wanted to put out some notes here. First of all, don't make me infer. Don't make me think. Don't make me infer. Don't make me connect. Inference is the act of computation on the client side. So we have direct information and then inferred information or calculated information. And inference is just a calculation. So don't make me think should be translated into don't make me calculate. Don't make me infer. So in that respect, I was thinking we could host podcast episodes on DNS. And we put all the data for each episode in a zone, in a host name. So you'd have like the episode number dot podcastname.com or whatever and that would be the information about that that would contain the information about that podcast and you'd have another JavaScript app that would um, load this data dynamically from the different DNS zones into it so that you wouldn't have a database, you would just have a DNS. And the RSS would be inferred. Inferred. Like, why would you want to do that? It's just an idea. How to save money. And abuse other people's systems. So that's the first idea. And I was thinking, well, what if the RSS feed, the RSS app could calculate things? And I'm thinking, don't make me calculate. Don't make me infer. Don't make me think. So that's kind of where I'm at right now with my thought process. Oh, by the way, this new sidewalk is great. They spent millions of dollars fixing this sidewalk here. I love it. Great job, guys. Um,
Okay, no pauses. I was just thinking. Stop. Stop the pause. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop thinking. Don't infer. Don't think. Don't make me think. So going back to that topic now. I guess I was just getting distracted by the things around me. So then they were talking about a faucet for getting people Bitcoin. And this is where I wanted to jump in. Well, first of all, as I wrote on Mastodon, we want to... We want to... um, If you want to have a pool of money to give, to drip out to new people, to give them Satoshi so they can spend them, I was going to suggest that everyone can optionally, when they're listening, send a small percentage of their feed to a central pool, to the central faucet to give out again, to prime the pump. So every time you listen, your, your payment stream would be split up. And a small part of that payment stream would go to giving out to new people a little bit of change. So that... So that they would have some... They would have some money. So let me just recap this whole thing for you. The idea of the payment system is that... You have a special podcast app which will send one millionth of a Bitcoin over the Lightning Network, which is a transactionless, transaction fee less, or a very low transaction fee, high speed payment system where you could send micro payments of millions of a Satoshi to people. And <clears throat> the problem is, how do you get those Satoshis to begin with to spend? And the idea is that we would give out very small amounts on a regular basis, you know, to get a couple of cents so you have some to spend. And then those would actually go back to the pool. Go back into the group again. So it's kind of like a recycling. So, um... But my idea was that you can earn Satoshis by using the podcast coin, which you can earn by hosting or submitting artwork or other things. There's other value transactions that we could monetize. I'm running servers, producing content, and all those things that I was thinking about on my app, Stream of Random app. And uh, that was the idea, that by running the stream of random network or the podcasting network, mining it, you would earn these podcast index coins, which you could then trade for Satoshis or pay people directly. And I was thinking we'd have our own payment network that's like Lightning, but it's a different chain. Um, And that the wallets should support a secondary um, 
a secondary chain. Now the question would be, can you send something on, on a separate chain to someone's pub, uh, public lightning network address? I think yes, should be possible. Then they could pick it up using their private key. So if you have everything compatible, it might work. I don't know. I'll have to try that. So. But now we're getting into what is the definition of a completed project. That is one that is viral. Then the project's actually working. So, um, what else? just we had a good conversation last night with Ruben and uh, I had a good conversation we had Ruben and I had a good conversation we had a good conversation I haven't uh, made any progress in my JavaScript. I haven't even touched it. But I can say that, um, oh my God, these pauses. I can say that I have a whole new way of approaching things. And that is don't get stuck. And it's okay to redo something if it's not working. Like I'm trying to import something from another system from an older technology. And it might actually be faster to write it from scratch in the new technology. I've been fighting with TypeScript for a non-type React.js component. And I don't understand all of it yet. So that's why I should just recreate the new component myself and make it the way I want it. And then I started thinking about how to model the different attributes, the different things. And um, I came up with whole lists and structures of the uh, program, the 3D program. I might have mentioned this yesterday. But it's, yeah, I did mention it. But it's basically an array of um, points. 
that are evenly spaced or spaced according to a function. We said that they could be linear or logarithmic or exponential or um, quadratic or whatever. So we could have this, the different spacing routines, different layout routines. And that layout can go in three dimensions, X, Y, Z. So we could think of a different surface that these points are stretched over. And the surface has multiple layers. It has X, Y, and Z layers. And the matrix is X, Y, Z. So <coughs> I guess we could imagine bubbles and other shapes um, changing the layout of the points as well. Like rivers and channels and stuff. Again, then we have colors. And those colors should also include transparency, so we could have transparent or less or translucent pixels. And we have algorithms and code for generating the layouts of the points and the layouts and, and the color schemes. And then you've got the size of the pixel. You've got the or square, it's a point. And then you've got a rotation, X, Y, and Z, and a shift to shift it around over, and then all of this is happening over time. And we have a camera. So then we have some kind of Turing machine which can read any color or read any position or write to it. It's got registers for numbers and the ability to convert between picture, uh, pixels, between numbers, points, and colors and rotations. So that's the basic plan. And then we'll have different code blocks for controlling how that works. So if you turn the knob, you're really setting a value at a certain time. And that could be recorded. And then we could have a timeline and play back the changes that you made. And then be able to stop it or edit it. And it's basically gonna be wait for this time, wait this many seconds, and then make this change.
and with the rotation, it's like on the timer tick make this change. So you have like at code.org, you've got these different blocks, different events. And that's what we're going to have, different events where you can plug things in. I mean, even this whole idea of the point cloud is just one object we're exploring. We could also explore a square or any of these other shapes, meshes. They all have different sets of parameters. I've just been exploring this point cloud. And the reason why I'm exploring this point cloud is I want to take the visualization stuff I was doing, like even the multiplication table is setting points, setting, pick, putting points at certain positions. So positional um, values or having arrays and having color values like, instead of the XY being said, it's also just what color comes when. Maybe that's not the best explanation. Library. No new books. I need to bring her some books. I guess everyone's on summer vacation. So, I guess it's hard for me to jump back and forth between what I see outside and what's going on in my mind. That's also where I get lost. So we were talking about the um, <clears throat> different events and things that could happen and changes that could be made. So we have the setup time where we're setting up and making changes at specific times to the structure of the program. And then we have the update loop, which just updates the rotation, maybe the colors, but not the structure of the program. So that basically makes the thing spin. I guess we could pulsate the colors, etc. And we want to be able to make like pixels, neon pixels that are flashing on and off that are spinning fast in a circle, creating like a streak. adjust the lighting, adjust the materials as well. We haven't really gotten into materials. <clears throat> Bitmaps, etc. Like, what if I just take a square and project a bitmap onto it with my pixels? That's another thing. We'll see.
so that's kind of what I was working on for my math is just trying to make a mental model of the whole computation and I was getting kind of stuck as we mentioned the Gödel encoding or the encoding in general byte encoding or the low-level encoding That's not very intuitive. It's not even meant for humans to understand. More for computers. But of course the computer is just another human who programmed the computer to do something. And in the end we're feeding just parameters to OpenGL which are some routines that run on a 3D graphics card to be executed. So, there's so much more to come on this. And the question is, can we um, what can we do on the card that would calculate something? Can we do like collisions? Can we do some kind of computation based upon the state of the pixels of the memory in the graphics card and then do some kind of a calculation on that? So that's going to be later on a question. Right now we're doing it all on CPU. Okay, so there's our little math segment. You see, we've really gotten far away from the original math. We're kind of getting into presentation layer. But um, <clears throat> I think that's important. Now, we've gotten away from the axioms and symbolic processing and algebra but if we try and express division in terms of addition Like five divided by three, right, is three times what equals five, which is Three multiplied by what equals five, which is three plus three, how many times equals five? And it's three and two thirds. 
the one and two thirds. So it's kind of like a modulo three. And two thirds is what? One third three goes into ten how many times? What times three equals ten? Well three goes into ten three times with the remainder of one. And that is then recursive <clears throat> continuously. So it's three, 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 three. And two thirds is six, 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 six for infinity in base 10, but if we choose a different base, base 6, it will be even, or base 3, it'll be even. It won't be a repeating decimal expansion. then the number like pi or e cannot even be expressed as rational, it's irrational. And you can only approximate it with a rational. It can only be expressed as an infinite series. not as a a number per se unless of course you consider numbers to be infinite series it's like 0 0.3 infinite series of threes 1.0 infinite series of zeros So you see, we have gotten to another level of math. We feel more comfortable with things like numbers. That has been what I've been studying for the past months. <clears throat> and now it's time to apply them. And we have computing, we have visualization, graphics, we have computing, the graphics are also math, geometry, rotations, meshes, points, vectors, math, and 
and we should be able to express all these different mathematical concepts also using this visualization tool which will guide what nodes are created in what form what colors etc and we can encode it in different ways the same idea I'm going to say hi to John Roebling, sitting on his pedestal, planning out the Brooklyn Bridge. That's a pretty good shot with the moon above him. So I sent the Cambodian scammer guy my picture that I took at Dunkin' Donuts and I used as album. I used it somewhere. So it was a test to see if he could reverse engineer a reverse image search it and find me. So I think I might have posted it on the internet somewhere. Oh here's a mushroom. picture we should use, the mushroom or John Ripley, or both. Eventually we'll be able to insert these things into the podcast, as well as the 3D animations. And we're not going to make this too long, because no one's going to want to listen to it. Mr. Rubin says he finally made it through one episode, I guess it was a short one. I have to see what his response was. So let's see what's happening. Oh, I found this great clip that I sent to Adam Curry for the No Agenda show about Australian schools calling the food police on parents and arresting them if they feed their kids too many chips. See, now this is where I want to mention There is a, there is a, okay, 
I was just going to say that there's a lack of um, a lack of pokey stops in this park. He said he finally got through an episode, but he meant no agenda, not my podcast. I was going to wonder who could actually get through my podcast. Nobody. I've, resi- <laughs> I've resigned myself that nobody's going to listen to this. But I'm going to try harder to be a better speaker and to provide more quality just because I can't let myself go. I need to, I need to develop better (laughs) communication skills, excuse me, and um, work on my speaking, which is one of the things that I'm doing here. Let's see what's happening. saying I should post my audio on Telegram as well. I guess I could do that. Okay, I think I'm going to pause the recording now because I'm just getting distracted. having fun playing Pokemon here at the uh, park. <sighs> Turns out that all these different, uh, there's lots of Pokestops and gyms here. I was just going to comment how poorer sections of town will have less Pokestops. Less turned on people. I mean, there are less per square meter than Princeton. So number of Pokestops as a measure of financial wealth. Anyway, um, heavy breathing, walking up a hill. And I don't really have too much else to say today. I mean, I have lots of stuff to think about. But, uh... I think I gave you something. I gave you something, whatever it is. And that should be good enough. Should be good enough. But I think I should, um, 
changed my Pokemon name so it's not identifiable with me. I need to practice better operational security. And the sun's really coming up and it's really getting brutal. Um, I think I'm going to head back. Start my day. I guess I'll walk with you guys a little bit longer. I think I'll stop at the uh, Dunkin' Donuts again on the way home. So I'll go this way. I'm thinking about memorable, memorable, being memorable being usable and uh, part of being memorable is grouping stuff into the right groups some kind of organization which has some thought to it which is based upon some reality some statistics anyway Forty minutes. I think this is good. We're not going to do such long episodes now because I don't think people want to sit through three or four or five hours of me just going blah, heavy breathing. So, talk to you later.